and welcome to Coffee and Catholics, a Catholic women's talk show podcast. I'm Stacy, one of your hosts, and with me I have... Hi, I'm Alicia. I'm Annie. And I'm Lauren. Hello, and welcome to Coffee and Catholics. This week we are talking with Barbara and Adriana from Willow Pregnancy Services. Um, If you remember about this time last year, around January, we had an episode that we released with Dolores from Rose Home and Willow Pregnancy Services. And they're just here to kind of tell us some of the things that the work that they're continuing to do, some updates on the Rose Home and just any stories or anything else they want to share with us today. Thank you, ladies, for coming. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Barbara, what's your position at uh, Willow? At Willow, I'm the executive director, Mm -hmm. and I've been with the organization since it started. And uh, in 2023, we will be celebrating 50 years. Congratulations. We are just, uh, we plan to have a real big celebration. Yeah, so uh, as a matter of fact, on Saturday, it'll be our birthday, March the 5th. And that was the time, uh, the date that we first opened our very first office, not knowing what was going to happen or what, how it would uh, flourish or not flourish or whether we would be help anyone. We just knew that if we could just help one woman that was facing an unexpected, unintended pregnancy, then it was all worth it. And that was the whole goal was just, let me just help one. And there had been a lot of, um, publicity and and stories and uh, television shows that were really trying to promote abortion. And of course, at that time, abortion wasn't legal. And so we didn't realize what was coming. Um, We were asleep, to say the least. And then when the Supreme Court did rule in January, we had already laid the groundwork to open our offices. And, And basically, we just wanted to help. Just that one woman that needed a little bit of extra support so that she could carry her child to term. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Adriana, what is your position at Willow? I am a program director for the South Office. We have uh, three locations. We have one in Bethany, one in Edmond, and the South, Southwest Oklahoma City. So I'm the program director there. Okay. And today is my second year anniversary. Oh, yes. happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're big fans here. We would love uh, to help you guys out when you know, we'll put your Amazon link up on our website. Yes. Everyone's going to try and get some of those things. Thank you. So besides just helping women get material things, what else do you provide for women who well, come see you? Um, it's not just the material things, mm-hmm. you know, even though I know that's that they need them. You know. But I think the most important thing that we offer is that of ourselves, is that we're willing to invest our time with them and help them um, in support to listen to them, to be that listening ear, to give them encouragement so that whatever they want to do, they can do. You know, many times when a woman faces an unexpected pregnancy, she thinks she can't have the baby. And we're there to tell her that she can, that that's not going to change things forever. That it's just for that nine months. Um, I think that a lot of times what I've learned and in my opinion, is that the women see the women see the pregnancy as one thing and the baby is another. They don't want to be pregnant, 
But once they realize that it's a baby, then they want the baby. Yeah. You know, so we just see that over and over again. You know, um, the services that we offer, of course, when they come in, you know, number one is to confirm their pregnancy uh, through a pregnancy test and then uh, through a limited ultrasound. And then the other uh, things that, you know, we have uh, our material goods room, our blessing room, in which they're able to get maternity clothes and baby clothes and, you know, set up a program there. But, you know, uh, and then we have the prenatal clinic where they can come for their first prenatal visit and, you know, get started. Uh, I've learned over the years that if you can provide these services for them immediately or right away, then it's easier for them to follow through with their pregnancy, you know, if they know that these things are there for them. So, you know, those are the, the things that we offer, but it's, it's more than that. And in some cases you really can't even explain it. It's just a spiritual thing that happens to them, even though, you know, um, we just kind of help them along and help them realize all the different things. And the other thing is that each woman that comes through our doors, that graces our doors, each woman is an individual mm -hmm. and each woman is different, you know, just like we all are. And so we don't try to rubber stamp them and, and put them in a box. We allow them to tell us what their needs are, and then we try to figure out a way to help them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and yes, we've had women that have come to us and we've done everything we can and they still choose to abort. We can't change that. You know, um, yeah. it's not what we want. But we also know that that's what she uh, is going to choose. The other thing, though, is that, that if we let her understand and we let her realize how valuable she is, even though she's abort, aborts, we also know that she's going to get pregnant again uh, immediately, if not soon after, simply because she's going to want to atone for that baby. And when that happens, then she, you know, we want the door to be open for her to come back and for her to visit us. And if we don't convey our best to her, then she may not come back. So we want to, you know, the essence of our service is love and love doesn't bring destruction. And so we want to make sure that she understands that, but at the same time that we accept where she's at mm -hmm. and that she can come back anytime and visit with us. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, last year we um, had spoke with Dolores about Rose Home and I, I went to go back to listen to the episode and I got distracted by children, so I didn't get to finish. But I was trying to remember at that point you were with Rose Home, they were getting ready to break ground on a new facility, oh, yeah. I believe. I was. What is the What's the update on that now? Well, uh, we started Rose Home in 1986, mm -hmm. and it was uh, prior to that we had private homes that we could put girls in, and it was usually and it was during an era where women stayed home, and so we would call them mutual assist homes. Um, the girl could come and help with babysitting or a little housekeeping and she would have a private room for herself and, you know, get room and board. But then things changed. And one of the biggest changes is that women went into the workforce, you know, over the years. And so then we didn't have any homes where this was possible. You know, pregnant women also, they feel very alone and very abandoned. And so we didn't want them to feel that way. 
And so uh, we started looking to set up a program where we could have a group home for our moms. And back then we had a lot of homes, but the requirement for them being in those homes is that they had to place their babies for adoption or they had to consider, you know, I remember the first girl that I helped, I took her to an agency that I thought would help her, you know, with everything that she needed and they wouldn't help her because she wouldn't place the baby for adoption. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you really want to look at the history, then all that is encompassed in that, you know, in that there was a time when, you know, women were shamed because they were pregnant. Mm -hmm. The only choice they had was to place the baby for adoption or marry the father of the baby, which most girls didn't want to, you know, they were in a sense, innocent back then in that they were coerced into having premarital sex, you know, with the promise that if you get pregnant, I'll marry you, but they did and they didn't, you know? So all of that kind of brought us to where we were, that we needed a a safe place for mothers to go to, that there would be no pressure. And so that's when we started. And our first home was in the Paseo area. And that's a whole story in and of itself. And then um, in 2018, the house caught fire. And it was at that time that we realized we needed to expand our services and that maybe it was time for us to uh, do a campaign and, you know, sell our properties that we had there and um, build a new home. So um, COVID hit. (laughs) And it it, uh, just kind of took our plans uh, full force to say the least. And so we had a lot of delays due to um, permits with the city, due, you know, in trying to finding, you know, the right property, Uh, just took us a long time. In the meantime, we leased a home where we could house our mothers during that period of time. And then finally, uh, in May, we were able to get all our paperwork and all our ducks in a row uh, we had our architect who happened to be the same architect that designed our South office. Uh, when I was looking to build a new South office um, and our headquarters, it was uh, really difficult because nobody would talk to me. They would, uh, I would tell them what I would need. I'd call architect firms and they'd say, well, how much money do you have? And I said, well, I don't have any. I need to know how much it's going to cost. <laughs> well, click, you know, uh-huh. but not this gentleman, this gentleman answered the phone and I, and I told him what I was, who I was and what I wanted. And he decided to come visit us and spent two hours with it, with Ruth and I, as we told him what our dream was. And, you know, he said, okay, here's what I'll do. If, you know, I want to make you a site plan and make you a floor plan. Use this to raise your money. If you raise your money, you're going to owe me X amount. If you don't raise it, you won't owe me anything. And, uh, so I had to go back to him for Rosal. So we did, and uh, we got our contractor, and we broke ground in June or July. I don't remember exactly what mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was hot. I remember it was so hot. <laughs> We'd had such great weather until that day. <laughs> and, yeah, and since then, we, we it's just been a slow process, and yet we're kind of on target. For instance, the bricks were due last week and then I'm going to come till the middle of March. With all and, the delays yeah, that we're just, experiencing. Just little delays and that. But the other the other thing is that the cost of material goods has gone up so much higher. 
So, you know, we're going to, uh, we're looking to raise probably another uh, $250,000 to $300,000 so that we're okay. You know, I, all that was covered with the first go around, but now with our second go around and then two years later, yeah. you know, this is what, what has happened. It's just been really um, a challenge. But at the same time, you know, in just reminiscing this evening and going over through everything, you know, I can see that uh, it's not on my time that these things are happening, mm-hmm. but it's in God's time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I need to really focus on that and realize that God will provide and will touch the hearts of people mm-hmm. to donate to us and, and to help us to get over this. You know, because, you know, um, I can't tell you how many women have come to the office looking for a place to stay. We receive phone calls every day, every day, you know, with everything that has been happening and with, uh, you know, the uh, the government assistance when it started to cease for rental assistance and uh, just daily we receive phone calls of pregnant women homeless. So it's heartbreaking. It is. And, um, and it's hard to tell a mother you know, you can get through this and then you, she has all these obstacles. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of the obstacles that we want to make sure. And the home in and, it, uh, in and of itself is just going to be absolutely amazingly beautiful. Um, it'll be eight bedrooms. And we'll house eight mothers. Uh, some of the bedrooms will be suites so that we can use one of the rooms for children and yet they won't all be in one room together. Um, we will have a uh, offices and counseling rooms for uh, the girls if they uh, need a counselor. Uh, we will have a playroom and then a large living, dining, and kitchen. And it'll be a commercial kitchen because we want to give the girls cooking lessons. You know, something that uh, is a lost art. <laughs> and then we'll have a classroom. And then it has a screen and porch and then a huge laundry facility where we'll have at least um, three washers and dryers nice. so that they, and then storage for items and stuff. And, and it'll have a three car garage. So about 7,200 square feet. You mentioned the kitchen and the cooking lessons. That was one of the things that really caught my attention. When we talked mm-hmm. to Dolores last year because I was like, I want to take those classes. Yeah. Like some of the things that the, the girls were offering, uh, you mm-hmm. were offering the girls, mm-hmm. I just thought was amazing. Like this is the type of stuff that they really need. Like the yes. hands-on everyday life right. skills. Yes. Exactly. And exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just and, beautiful. And we did and it healthier. Yeah. And yes. we did that when we were in, in the prior Rose home, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but I think we've evolved a lot. Um, a lot of people are going to eating, without preservatives and mm-hmm. things like that. So we have um, a few businesses that have joined us and, and want to help us, mm-hmm. you know, in providing fresh fruits and vegetables and, um, and you know, people that have gardens that will bring us. And we want to set up a garden, you know, just um, something small, n- mm-hmm. nothing large, but mm-hmm. to teach them. And that's also very therapeutic. Yes. You know, when, when you look well, back. That's the class I need. <laughs> you, know, you know, just... Just a hands-on, on thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And and we pray that it will be ready. Yes. This year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our hope uh, is yes, that um, construction will be finished at the end of April, mm-hmm. and that we're able to uh, start receiving clients in in July. Mm-hmm. So, 
Give us a couple of months to stage everything. Yeah. And then we need a couple of months in there to house a few open houses. We so mentioned um, the, the financial need. Mm-hmm. Um, how can, if any of our listeners are interested in, in helping out financially, what, um, where would you direct them? I would direct them to our website mm-hmm. at willowpregnancy.org. Okay. And, and there's we'll a place in the notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a place on there to hit donate. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So they can they can donate to either the program for Willow or Rose Home. Or Rose Home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, or directly to rebuild Rose Home. Oh, okay. there's, yeah. there's a link on there directly for yes. the rebuild as well. Yes, there is. Okay. Oh, so also talking about funds, you um, have a wonderful fundraiser that we were able to... Look, you. Yeah. Well, not, well, I was able to go to the gala, which I was like, yay. Yeah. Oh, the rest of everybody else yeah. went to the gala. Yeah. Uh, you, you weren't able to make it. Were he you? was born That's like, right. the That's day right. or the, night, the day after. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, Coffee and Catholics, we were able to go to the um, garden party last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. and Except for Annie, because she just had a baby. What was the date? I remember now. I think it might have been like, the day after, and I was like, "Man, I could have gone," or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yes, our garden party this year will be again at Cole's Gardens, and it is on April the twenty first, which is a Thursday. Yeah. Last year was May twenty seventh. Yeah, and that's his birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the day off. Yeah. And what was the date? One more time, just. So it's April, April, April 21st, 21st, yeah. right. April 21st. Yes. Do we have a, a date for the gala? Yes. Okay. Is the garden party, is there a link on the website as well for registering for that yet? Or yes, that... There, I, I, there should be. Yes. Okay. I'm not very techy. <laughs> so the gala is September 17th, which is a Saturday and that will be held again at the Omni. Oh, yes. That was nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. She sent me a selfie. <laughs> yes, and th- those are our, t- our two major fundraisers. It's it's a great time uh, for us to get together and to really enjoy each other's company and share with each other the things that we're doing and the things that we want to do and um and and find ways to really help our mothers. Yeah. You know so. The garden parties, the, the funds there go to Rose Home. And then the gala um, funds go for Willow mm-hmm. and to, to do those programs. So I, w- I would say that every day we receive a call from a mother that uh, needs our help. Uh, today, for instance, I talked to a young mother that was pregnant and she needed some baby clothes. And she had heard that we could help her, you know. And... Um, She's a, she's already uh, eight and a half months pregnant and she doesn't have anything, mm-hmm. you know, and she, she was, she didn't know what she was going to do, you know, so uh, she'll be coming back and we'll get all of her things together that, that she's going to need, you know. Uh, sometimes the women that come to us, you know, through Willow aren't in a crisis or they're in a crisis for another reason, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't have to do with, with the, the pregnancy. pregnancy, yeah. So can you share any of those? Um, I guess sometimes it's not necessarily the pregnancy, but they are living in maybe an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of domestic violence uh, going around. So, um, you know, what we do, too, is we offer referrals. 
So when, um, you know, when a woman needs help with uh, other things that maybe we cannot provide, we know places or agencies in the community that can actually help. <laughs> we love children it's okay <laughs> but yes I, I think referrals are important you know mm-hmm. referrals to either uh, counseling or help with the domestic violence uh, program where, the, where their problem is greater than what we can what we can do what we can do mm-hmm. you know but we also give them that start and sure. that confidence to be able to do that right a safe place safe that, person yes, to listen yes, to exactly. like and somebody then, who believes them yes, i know a yes. lot of domestic violence yes, to yes. cases that it's yes. finding someone to believe exactly. that there's that issue yes. actually happening yes. and sometimes what i've noticed is women uh open up to i guess that the, the, the first thing is we're, we're strangers we're not a family member we're not mm-hmm. a you know that mm-hmm. may tell them what to do or judge them or you know, uh, but we are here to just listen to them and empathize with them, and so that's that's sometimes what what makes them feel at, at ease at in ease, sharing yes. their situation. Yeah, that they really, really, really listen. That we really listen to them. Mm-hmm. That no one else is listening to them before. Yes, mm-hmm. and if I may uh, just go back, we were talking about donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to thank so many people who donate material items um, to our offices, uh, Willow, all the offices, because without those donations, you know, we get so many phone calls asking for diapers, formula is so expensive, Um, you know, wipes, baby clothes, and all kinds of things that, you know, sometimes, uh, it's funny, it happened this week. We have been out of diapers on certain sizes, you know, for some reason, size four, five, six. Those are the ones that are, you know, really, really requested, demanded. And we didn't have any. And it was not yesterday, but the day before yesterday, you know, by the door, there were three big cases of size four, five, and six just left in front of the door. We didn't know who, but that happens very often. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And for our listeners who aren't local... Willow does have an Amazon wish list yes, account, so do. you don't have to be in Oklahoma to mm-hmm. donate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yes. And there are mm-hmm. um, drop offs, like some some churches have, um, yes, have places do. where you can drop off. Yes, as well. they organize the baby showers, mm-hmm. some of the local schools as well. So, mm-hmm. yes, and that's wonderful. We, we couldn't do without that. We have many uh, volunteers who maybe. Uh, since COVID hit, we, we talked about this earlier, um, they just decided to stay at home or be safe and they're not necessarily in the office, but they uh, make quilts or they crochet, you know, little booties or hats and all those things are just so, it's just so beautiful when you see the face of a woman just light up with excitement with the little pink booties and, you know, it just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just so cool. Well, it helps her to nest. Yes. Yeah. I just think it's so beautiful how you guys, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about walking with people where they are and journeying with them mm-hmm. and um, not being judgmental or um, trying to fix anything. Mm-hmm. You just are there to listen and help and, and provide them with the things that they feel that they need at that time. Mm-hmm. And I love how you guys do these classes with them. Um, the women are in the homes and 
um, to show that they are valued and how beautiful their lives are and the lives of their children are. And mm-hmm. we just really appreciate all the work that you guys do for women and well, babies. We, we don't do it alone. No, it takes all of us. Yeah. It takes all of us. It takes all of us living our faith mm-hmm. to be able to help other people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I heard this wise pastor say one time that Jesus had died for us and we were saved and that all that was left for us to do was to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. And those words have come back to me over and over and over again. It's just to take care of our little mothers and, and just to listen to them, mm-hmm. just to listen to them. I, I remember I had a case uh, years ago and um, she was young, she was 15. Um, she didn't want the baby. She was too young. Her mother was going to kill her, you know, which is typical, typical words. Mm-hmm. Well, her mother was very abusive with her and she wound up leaving her mother's home and, you know, living someplace else. And, um, she had got an apartment and she was 15. She had the baby. She finished high school. She had a job. She had her own apartment, a very tenacious young lady. And um, she carried all of her important papers in her purse. And um, she called me in the middle of the night and she was just so upset because she had taken a cab home and she had put her purse on top of the cab to take the baby out. And the cab drove off and her purse went. So all of her money, everything was there. And so she called me and she was crying and she was very upset. And I said, well, honey, you just need to pray. I said, just pray that you can accept. I said, I can replace the money. You know, we'll get your, your, all your cards and all your documentation. We can replace all that. I said, you know, don't stress. I said, don't stress about it. It, It'll be okay. You know, the sun's going to come up in the morning. And uh, like I said, she, she was just in tears uncontrollable and uh, we hung up maybe 30 45 minutes later she called me and she says I have faith Barbara I have faith <laughs> I said you do she said yes I do I did what you told me I prayed and a man brought me my wallet and it's all there oh <laughs> yeah and so those those are the things that you know we get so caught up in you know the political issue of abortion we get all caught up on all of these other things and not that they're not important but we forget you know the real driving force mm-hmm. and that's our mothers and babies yes. mm-hmm. you know that's that's our pregnant mamas mm-hmm. and and you know we've got i can't save the whole world you know i can't save the one i can't do that I can only give her the tools necessary so that she can do something with her life mm-hmm. and give her that support. And it's taken me all this time to realize that. Mm-hmm. Because as a mother, as a woman, my first instinct is to fix things. Mm-hmm. And I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned that I can't fix them. I can only be there. Right. And I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. And, and, and some of these women... I mean, most of the 
leadership, all of these women mm-hmm. are so resilient and so courageous. Mm-hmm. And they teach us so yes. many things yes. every day. Yes. That is, is just yes. mind blowing. Yeah, it's, it it's is. just that they, it just takes for them to gain that confidence mm-hmm. of who they are, you know, who they are as, you know, mm-hmm. as the, in, 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 in the realm of creation. And then it just goes from there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just beautiful to see when we make the phone calls, because we call them when we know their due date is around mm-hmm. and then call them to see how they are. And sometimes we don't hear from them from the pregnancy test until that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they come back to pick up their layette, their basket with baby stuff, and they bring their baby to our office, and mm-hmm. that is just the most amazing, yeah, you know, yeah. thing. It's it's just so yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like I just just listening to um, your witness, both of you ladies, but especially you, Barbara, having you know <laughs> been you know I'm just from the beginning and yeah. and hearing and it, everything that that Willow has done, and it's just. You know, you can see God's hand in it. And I just think that's mm-hmm. so beautiful, especially as you were saying, like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you started this right before Lou, mm-hmm. you wait, and like mm-hmm. not having, no, like, you didn't know what was in store, but mm-hmm. God did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God did. I think, I think the hardest part, you know, in all of these years, you know, is there have been so many times that we didn't, we didn't feel that we had support mm-hmm. out in the community. And then, we'd get one of those little carrots that mm-hmm. God gives us mm-hmm. and then it just magnifies itself. And then I think, why didn't I think of that sooner? You know, why didn't I realize that sooner? Yeah. You know, so we just, you know, a lot of, a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, you know, a lot of people thought that we wouldn't last, that we were just a, a group of little old ladies begging for alms, you know, <laughs> which we were, which we still are. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it's just been a real, a real journey, a real journey. Sounds like a beautiful one. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you both for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. It's been a pleasure. Thank yes. you. And again, to all of our listeners, we'll um, link their website. And if you want to go and donate to Willow or Rose Home, it's there on the website. And um, also, if you want to donate material goods, we'll have their Amazon link in our notes also. And um, if you're local, the garden party's coming up, and then the guy was in a couple of months after that. So please uh, come join. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Join us again in two weeks. Until then, may God bless you, and may Mary accompany you.